I can't hear myself. Okay. Not at all? How about now? That's not possible. Yep. Yep, yep. yep. Alright. Don't move. Don't move. Stay. Right. Stay right here. Don't Imagine there's a T-Rex in the room. Okay. You can't move. Otherwise, you get eaten. So I shouldn't show up and play with my flashlight? No, no. Don't do that. Okay. No, that's a bad idea. That's not how T-Rexes work? I mean, that's how T-Rexes work if you want to die. Okay. Alright, bam. I feel pretty bad. Hey. Um, hey, man. What, whatever is the problem? It's, um... Well... I feel bad because this is what we're about to record. Right. Uh, this is our, our mini-sode. And the mini-sode, it has several functions. Right. Um, it keeps us on top of, you know, topical things. Sure. Uh, keeps us abreast of what's going on in the movie world and mm-hmm. gives people, like, gives them our takes on things that are going on. Hot goss. Uh, and it's also, it's a, it's a little, it's a warm-up session. You yeah, know, yeah, we, yeah. Can, we can get some banter going. Get the blood flowing. Get the conversational muscles, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, get yeah, that yeah, gap going yeah, yeah. For, the, for the main show. Because we record these right before the main show. But I feel bad because every week I just, <laughs> I just come and I say to you, here is something that's happening that neither of us want to happen. Right. And then, then we have to discuss it for right. like 20 minutes. Right. And this week is no different. Uh-huh. Um, I'll just start... <laughs> Uh-huh. I'll just start with the, the biggest story of the week, which just like dropped yesterday. Right. Um, so, Warner Brothers uh-huh. and New Line Cinema. Ooh, what, what, what's, boy, the word Warner Brothers, <laughs> I need to tense up every time you say it. Yeah? yeah, because it's always like, hey, this movie got deleted or uh, this mm-hmm. universe is moving forward mm-hmm. in a way that we don't really understand mm-hmm. or care about. Um, yeah, so Warner Brothers... Uh, they have struck a deal with the, the current rights holders of the Lord of the Rings franchise. Them Hobbits? Them, them Hobbits. Um, to make new Lord of the Rings films. Right. Um, it is unclear if these are sequels or spin-off films or prequels or what. Whatever. But they have the rights to make new films out of this franchise. Right. Um, previously, of course, there, were, there was the, the, the trilogy from the early 2000s. Fellowship of the Ring, Two mm-hmm. Towers, and Return of the King. And then there was the prequel trilogy with the Hobbit trilogy. Mm-hmm. And just recently, last year, there was the Rings of Power series on Amazon yep. Prime. Um, now, I, I heard this news last night. Mm-hmm. And the, account, the Twitter account that tweeted it yeah. uh, showed the picture of Frodo holding the One Ring over like Mount Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Classic. Right. Mm-hmm. That was the image chosen to accompany this news. Right. And somebody quote tweeted in just the most fantastic reply. Um, it is very funny that they're using a picture of somebody who is holding something that they should simply let go, but is unable to. <laughs> yeah. Quite uh, poignant. Well, they're unable to because it's been a... I think the 2010s were a rocky decade yeah. for Warner Brothers. Sure. Um, I think the 2020s were also a rocky decade. Just, thus, thus far, three years in, it's not looking great. Yeah. Um, Oh, by the way, this is Movie Mandem. Oh, hi. Yep, this is our, our mini-sode. We talk about the news of the week. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Damien. With me, as always, my co-host. Hey, it's me, Bam. Cool. Got that out of the way. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, so, I was thinking about this today, and it's, it's kind of a similar... They kind of invented... Not invented, but they kind of 
made the proof of concept for these big fantastical nerd movie. Yeah, mega franchises. Yeah, you know, with their Batman's and their yeah. Superman's, and you know, they had like four or five of those right. a piece. But um, it was always like a one-off. If this works, maybe we'll do another. Yeah, it was never like, oh no, we are booking a trilogy. Right. Exactly. Right? It yeah. was. Yeah, and that was the that was the creative juices that were flowing right. to be like, yo, one at a time, and then hey, this worked out. Let's go. Like let's many, get- like many people blame like uh, George Lucas's. Phantom Menace, yeah, as like the start of the end when it comes to these franchise things, right? But like Star Wars, Star Wars is always like a one-off thing by itself. Yeah, Peter Jackson is the one that like bless his heart, mm-hmm. he somehow convinced a very fledgling studio, New Line Cinema, yeah, to give him a bajillion dollars <laughs> to go to New Zealand. And film the nerdiest, most expensive thing ever. Yep. Right. And it pulled off. And it and it, he, he it, pulled it, it off. worked out quite well. One could say. Yeah. Bless Got his heart, he did that. Critical then, acclaim, box office returns. Right. Yeah. And that and like the one-two punch of Harry Potter, mm-hmm. just like put the Warner Brothers on this like we cannot lose streak. Yep. And. Th- that streak has very much dried up. It's, it's but funny. But they still got the same attitude. Yeah, well, because if you look at who else was making movies around that time, so Warner Brothers, so you got Harry Potter, um, uh, uh, what, what is the other one? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. You know, Phantom Menace, you know, Star Wars has already, was already proven as a franchise yeah, thing. Yeah, Star Wars right? did something. But Star Wars, when the Phantom Menace came out, you had like 20 years of... Build up. Build up yeah. and also expansion of a universe there yeah, was toys there was, toys, yeah. there was books. like books tv yeah. series I, well, I don't know if there were no, TV no TV series, series. comics yeah. Yeah. but but like since the prequel trilogy going into the sequel trilogy they had these tv shows that introduced characters like mm-hmm. um uh um Asho- ashoka is that her name ashoka ashoka, ashoka. Yeah. yeah um I didn't watch why didn't they drop that show during soka times <laughs> Like in Soka season right now. I don't think. Ahsoka, okay. Look, I don't think anybody behind the scenes no for Ahsoka the Clone Ahsoka Wars is. knew what what uh, Soka was. They'd be like, "Is that spicy reggae?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so in Star Wars, they had these pe- people were were interested in it and expanding on it because it wasn't just one thing. It wasn't just a book, like a Bible that you could go from. It was just a concept of this universe. Yeah, yeah. Lord of the Rings is a book. It's got yeah. a beginning, middle, end. Sure. Right. It's got these. It is a whole world itself, but right. people don't expand on the work of Lord of the Rings. There's not much to mine from... To, to Except for The Hobbit, the Simulacron, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but that's like... That's shit. Tolkien's, Tolkien that's Tolkien's that expansion on his... Right. So there's like no one work, outside yeah. of Tolkien working on yeah. the Lord well, of the Rings Well, people viewed, viewed Star Wars as this is just George Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, there was a... The, he was very like, hey, take my stuff, go forth. You know, he, he like he's famous for, for being like, hey... All your fan stuff, go ahead, make it. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to inspire your creativity yeah, with yeah. my big ass movie. Um, the Tolkien Foundation or or the estate is, is not kind about you know enhance or or, or no. uh, furthering the work. Yeah. Right, exactly. So you know you've got things like the the video games, um, the Shadow of Mordor series, mm-hmm. um, which is mostly successful because of its um, kick ass mechanic, right. where you had all the orcs that could remember you after you right, killed them and and um, and and I've heard no word on that Gollum game. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Was wasn't there also like a Telltale game they were doing? But all of those things were like adaptations of things you knew. Yeah. Um. Nobody really knows what Warner Brothers is going to be doing with this franchise going forward. What mm-hmm. they're going to be um exploring. Um. It is literally uncharted territory. Um. Peter Jackson and company, uh, the producers of the original trilogy, they 
released a statement, said, and it's funny that he always has to come out and say something. Yeah. Like he... <laughs> hey, he is, local Lord of the Rings guy. Let's yeah. poke you with a stick and get the word from <laughs> He is the godfather of the franchise. Yeah, he is. And he's basically, he was basically like, hey... Uh, two, two words come up when you think Lord of the Rings. You think Tolkien and you think Peter Jackson. Yeah. That's simply it. And he was like, yeah, listen, guys, they did tell me about it. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to see what they, they got going yeah, on. I've been up that hill. Yeah. <laughs> and... And apparently he was also contacted for Rings of Power, and I'm sure uh, he was. the 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 you know the final word on that was just that they never really followed up with him. So it yeah. looks like it was just one phone call, and then yeah. that was it. Um, um, I mean, the the Hobbit trilogy mm. broke him as a person. Yeah, like he really has not been doing much outside of doing outside of doing yeah. those. Like those movies so broke his heart. Um, the, uh, there's this YouTuber called Lindsay Ellis. Mm-hmm. She did a three-part video essay yeah. on like the making of and subsequently how terrible was the Hobbit trilogy was. Yeah, and we're not talking just like bad movies. We mean like may have disrupted the economy of New yes. Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad, yeah. Right? You, people really go, go watch that that video series. Yeah. I haven't it, seen it, that it, one. It's long, but yeah. I assure you, it is more entertaining than any of the Hobbit movies. Well, so. what the, the story about it is very interesting because you're it's your, a very fascinating. Your story. automatic assumption is you film in this place, you are creating jobs here. You're yeah. not really, you know, going to destabilize the, the no, economy it's, or the it's filmmaking. Most likely Olympics. Yeah. You actually do not want it to take place, right? right <laughs> in your yeah. in your neighborhood, which is which is such a contrast to um, the first three movies. Because after that, it was just like your know, Hobbiton is like a tourist yeah, exactly. spot, exactly. You yeah. know. Um, anyway, that's gonna happen. Um, I can understand Warner Brothers like grasping at these straws um, because if you look at what else was out around that time, um, you had the Star Wars movies and you had the. Uh, uh, you know, Sony Spider-Man mm-hmm. and, and those superhero movies. Everybody that, had one or two franchises. Right. And, and the, those superhero movies became that foundation, which we now know as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. And superhero movies in general, and that genre was, was, you know, the modern superhero movie was born. And that is still mega successful. So mm-hmm. they're just like, well, we had some successful movies back in the 2000s. Right. Let's keep making good ones yeah. of those. And the Fantastic Beasts movies are diminishing returns. Um <laughs> From the outset, uh, so well, yeah. I, I walked into that first one real like like just blindfolded. Like yeah. I have no idea what this is. I, I hope to be a, in a good movie. Yeah, and like forty minutes in, I'm like mm, not looking great, chief. <laughs> <laughs> and then the movie ended. And I'm just like I never want to think about that ever again. Yeah, and then they made two more. Yep. Um, and who knows if they, they were supposed to make no, five? No. Well, here's the thing. I, I like that here dances around the fact that they also kind of announced new Harry Potter. Projects. They did, yeah, 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 but that 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 wasn't announced yesterday. But they did say, um, I think they, Zaz- they, they looked at that Hogwarts legacy <laughs> bank statement <laughs> and are just like more. Yeah, Zaslav, <laughs> like this? Zaslav report, reportedly has met with uh, uh, she who shall not be named, sure. <laughs> uh, J.K. Rowling um, about furthering. Tr- you know, Trolldemont. <laughs> Trolldemont. Um, and I think well, uh, Daniel Radcliffe has been like. No. Um, yeah, no, just, thank you. Let's just, <laughs> it's, it's done. I, I'm, I'm cool, you know. I'm yeah. making Weird Al. I'm, yeah. I'm making some cool I, stuff I've moved now. on from my career. Guys. Yeah, I, like, you know how long I had to get away from that? Yeah. Everybody walked up to me like, hey, expel the almost. Like, yeah. nah, probably still gets I'm making movies with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Speaking so, of Channing Tatum, I saw um, Magic Mike yeah. last night. Um, uh, I heard he was doing his last dance. Yeah, he did his last dance. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So it's, so. So so. It's it's weird because like he's he gets 
uh, carted off to England cool. by uh, Salma Hayek. Of course. Like, uh, she just sits him down and, and she's like, I'll, I'll give you six grand for one lap dance. Cool. He's like, yeah, fuck it. Sure. Uh, and the lap dance gets uh, real intense mm-hmm. and uh, they end up fucking. Cool. And then she's just like, you know, Dick was so bomb. She's just like, come to would London you, would with Would you me. fix the rest of my life, please? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And then she, he goes off to London and she has him uh, put on a stage show. Right. Of, and they find the most... You know, amazing exotic dancers right. from Italy in, in and, England, oh. and in all of Europe. <laughs> I know, all uh, of Europe. And then they put on this show, and uh, everybody in modern English society is cool. just like, "Yes, yes, we love this. This right. is exactly what we've mm-hmm. needed." Mm-hmm. Cheerio, cheerio, uh, pip, pip, pip. Yeah, kind of bonkers movie as I talk about it. Anyway, um, I was hoping that like I've okay, I, a I've never seen a Magic Mike. Really? Yeah. First one is genuinely good. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey is is doing what he's supposed to do. Great. Like. Um, yeah. I've never seen them, but like every time I do see them, I'm just like, oh, why don't him and like Sofia Butella have yeah. like a dance off? Yeah. I'm like, they'll get to that at some point, right? Yeah. And apparently they've never done. Yeah. They um Sofia Butella she of the Bring It On or one of the Bring It On movies. Yeah. yeah. You you um you got some some deep like Bring It On love. It's not the first time that you've brought up that particular franchise on the cast. Um I don't know if there's like a, a cheerleader season where we can decide that's a bring it on, what's the What's the, what's the dance one? Oh, oh, uh, uh, Step Up? Step Up. Yeah, step yeah. Up, step oh, up, step you up. mean the one where he, okay. Yeah. That clicks better now. I get the first that. one has Shannon Tatum and like the yeah. third one has Sophie Botella. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I don't need to ask you um, how you feel about New Lord of the Rings. Um, I mean, uh, first trilogy is literally perfect. Yeah, love it. Um, no, I, I... You don't want to watch like um, the, the Aragorn <laughs> spin-off? <laughs> With with old ass Vigo Mortens. <laughs> no, I want I want to I want a Tom Balbalde spinoff because <laughs> hardcore oh, uh, um, Lord of the Rings heads. Tom Tom Bombadil. Bombadil. Yeah. Hardcore Lord of the Rings heads are always just like joking, like he's actually the best character. Right. And the movies kinda leave him out because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. so cool, they actually don't know what the hell to do with right, him. Right, right. And I'm just like, nerds do that. I want to see what this guy's deal is. Yeah. Um, um but here's how excited I am about the new Lord of the Rings property. <laughs> Okay. Um, I reached episode three of Rings of Power on Amazon. So have I. And I was just like, well, I guess I don't need to watch the rest of this. And I just tuned out. So that's how excited I am. Sometimes I feel like, bam, we got the same same mind about things. Right. In, a, in a very, like, it's it's almost not really conducive to a discussion. It could no. just be a one-man show. Because literally, <laughs> like, a third episode. Here's my take. Is it also your take? No, like, third episode <laughs> of it, I was like, in, I keep reading that you know there's one episode that gets like a ten out of ten, right. and there's this big battle and it's supposed right. to be amazing. Sure, sure. But I was by the third episode, I was like, okay, you know, you made your elves black and and you had your statement about that, and that cool. was that was cool. I have no problem with that. This is not a race thing. Um, but well, it is a race thing. There's other races. Yeah, there right? are several, but mm-hmm. it's not about the pigment. It's more about okay. which ones have pointy ears and which right. ones don't. Which ones are coded as ugly and evil? <laughs> Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I got to the one with the the wild dog in the the prison. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, already. I just I feel like I feel like my dad when much like um, Lord of the Rings, I've taken like a pensive. Uh, much like Harry Potter, I've taken like a pensive and just took another memory of <laughs> watching Lord of the Rings and go, don't need this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, in more exciting news. Um, our boy Stephen Yeun. Sure. He's got he's got himself a new movie. Yeah. Um, he's been kicking ass recently. He did uh, well. It it seems like. He he's gone from uh, the the academy level down to the academy respected level, right. but not not honored level not with Jordan quite, yeah, Peele. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you know that's just because the academy 
they only like his movies when they're incorporating the white people's perspective. Right. Um, and then he's gone from that to uh, biggest franchise on the planet. So he's going to be joining the Thunderbolts movie. Yeah, the MC- he's joining the MCU. Yeah. Which somebody tweeted, boy, this sure does, like, the MCU at this point seems like actor jury duty. <laughs> like, you just have to do it at some point. Yeah. And then I, I saw two great tweets about that, that one, the jury duty one. And the other one was basically somebody announced he's going to be in the, M- he's in, the, in the Thunderbolts and will have a prominent role going forward in the mm. MCU. Mm-hmm. And then somebody tweeted, just like, oh, he's such a talented actor. He needs to stay away from this comic book nonsense. And somebody added him and was like, are you clear with his former like history, being in The Walking Dead and Invincible? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally the, the voice of uh, one of the most beloved superheroes right now. Yep. Um, yeah, so he's, he's fine with, with comic book stuff. And he, he brings, he elevates that stuff. Not mm-hmm. saying that Walking Dead and Invincible aren't good source material. Yeah. Um, but I trust him to do a good job with whatever he gets. Now, I say that knowing he could just be cast as some cartoon CG character where right. he has to do a dumb voice. Yeah. Um, we have no knowledge of what's going on with his, his role. Um, I don't want to be racist, but... Yeah, pick a Chinaman from... Well, I was, <laughs> was going to say, um, they, just, they, they did Shang-Chi. Um, this could be a character from that world, uh, maybe from, I think it was, is, is it Oa? Or Oa is the Green Lantern world. Oh, yeah. What is the name for Shang-Chi's oh, that magical place? home world? Uh, I already don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that world is, yeah. uh, he might be from there. Or he could be a completely different Shang-Gra character. Law, but no, <laughs> no uh, that, that, that'd be funny. Um, but I saw this news and, and I was just like, no, he might be on, um, what's his name? Uh, Sentry. The oh, yeah, he'd be a dope sentry. Yeah, yeah. he'd have to uh, fault the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he he's he, he's he tends to be pretty fit, but like, sentry is supposed to be like a soup, like yeah, a Henry Superman, Cavill Superman level yeah. looking man. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I so I saw the news and I thought, okay, I, I guess this brings up my interest in Thunderbolts because previously, um, I wasn't that into it. Um, you know, yeah, they're just like here are we're we're doing a Suicide Squad. And yeah, I was just like okay, sure. And yeah. they're like here are villains. It's all people that just punch and shoot and do nothing else. And yeah. I'm like mm, kind of boring, bro. Yeah, because <laughs> like uh, Ghost from Ant Man and, and the Wasp, Wasp yeah. she was supposed to be in it, but and now she's like, not. No. Yeah, there's some like, some scheduling problem. Yeah, I don't know. Um, John is just like no, thank you. I'm done with this role. <laughs> <laughs> um, and aside from from her, it it has a Red Guardian from uh, Black Widow. And also, um, Yelena. What's Yelena. Her, Yelena, uh, Yelena from also yeah. Black Widow and Hawkeye, mm-hmm. uh, Winter Soldier from well, the Winter Soldier, Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, U.S. Agent from the Winter Soldier, Falcon and the Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier. Um, and now it has Steven. Yeah, Young. these are all those people that punch. Yeah, and this is also the movie that um, made Harrison Ford go. Yeah, sure, why not? I'll be in it. Yeah, I'll just solidify my million, Hollywood legacy. Twenty million dollars, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put me in Indiana Jones, Star Wars, and Marvel. You can't stop me. I'm yeah, at Harrison that. Ford is preparing like his retirement package right now. I have a so all right. Um, last word on this is just that I'm sure he'll do well in whatever it is. Um, but I was I was saying to my my wife the other day that uh, Elton John hardcore looked at his his, his retirement prospects mm-hmm. during lockdown, mm-hmm. and because right before lockdown he was on his farewell tour, okay. and um, he had to cancel it due to an air infection. And he was supposed to come back in 2020. And then he couldn't because it was COVID. Right. 
But during COVID, he does these sessions that he calls the lockdown sessions. Mm -hmm. And he hooks up with pretty much every major young artist. Mm -hmm. um, I, f I forget their names because I'm not hip. But <laughs> one of them in particular with it. <laughs> uh, was Dua Lipa, okay. which is uh, where that song that has been blasting on the radio, Cold Cold Heart, uh, yeah. Cold Cold Heart, I think that's what it's called. I like to call her a dual IPA. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I like that. Um, but that's like a mashup of three of his songs. Mm -hmm. Uh, so like to have a chart topper at his age, yeah. like he, he just said, Hey, uh, I'm a, I'm going to make sure that my kids, you know, they got for the rest of their I lives. The food. Like, and that's what I, I thought to myself, he's Elton John. He doesn't need to do that. Yeah. Aren't you been working since the 60s? Though? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I read once that he spends like a hundred thousand dollars a year on shirts, like just shirts. Okay. Um, but yeah, he just secured that bag. It's, you know, more think, power to him. I think him. like these, these like older you know, elder statesmen, musicians who've just been like, you know, cemented as legends and will kind of get work forever. Yeah. They, they grew so, like, you have to understand, like, most of them survived the, the coke epidemic of the 80s <laughs> where just, like, all excess yeah. was granted and some of them never really got out of that mindset. Right, right. More, like, I need more. <laughs> I need more. always need more. Yeah. Like, my favorite crazy celebrity thing is Barbara Streisand. Bless her heart. Mm-hmm. From like 1978, she's just like, I am not allowed in public anymore, right? <laughs> like I cannot, I am too popular. Right, I cannot right. walk the streets of my, of my beloved New York. Right. So she's just like, okay, but you know what I love? I love shopping malls, mm -hmm. but I cannot go to a shopping mall. I'm Barbara Streisand. So. Did she build her own shopping mall? In her mall? basement, <laughs> is <laughs> under her palatial mansion, yeah. is a huge like shopping mall. Like, like lay out of, lay out of like, a, like a clothing, clothing store, like yeah, a Ross yeah. or something. And she goes... Oh, so she's got like retailers. That, are there people working? There are people down there that, working. That. Every day, your job is to go <laughs> to the back of Barbara Streisand's mansion, uh -huh. go down into a secret tunnel, and stand up there. And maybe she comes, maybe she doesn't. Right. But you're just supposed to sit there and wait. And but that's like, your job. Isn't part of the mall like the other people at the mall? Does she have people come there? I didn't hear those full details. Do you, think when, do you think when she's going to the mall, they have to scramble and be like, right. okay, so, go, go, yeah, go. Yeah, Barbara's coming. Walk Barbara's coming. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. But Bring all the extras who are not working but on the But there's a thousand percent like four dudes down there right, right. now. And they just like <laughs> have to just stand there and just wait. Yeah. And she's hanging out. I guess they know when she's home. So they'll, they'll, of course, like, yeah. like, they'll think about it. There's a system. I'm right. Sure. And then like every, and then, like, every like, fall season, as one does, they have to you now take out all the clothes <laughs> and replace them with like the new season okay. start clothes. And that is how she shops. Imagine if there's like a Best Buy in existence down there. Not, it's not, not a Best Buy, um, a, a, a Blockbuster. Like it's one of the last remaining Maybe. Blockbusters and it's Maybe. only employed just in case Barbra Streisand. But it's all Barbra Streisand movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, That's incredible so, narcissistic behavior. Yeah, yes. so so that that was um, uh, that, that was Barbara Streisand boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and um, so last thing, there wasn't much other news this week, um, but I we did promise to people that I'd give them my take on on Quantumania. Yeah, what's your hot take, In the, the minisode, it's not that hot. Um, it's it's kind of tepid. Mm. Um, I didn't hate it. Uh, I think it was the best way to go into it. I just. I had the 47% ringing in my head right, right. going into the movie. So I was like, well, I'm going to expect like the worst kind of trash. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't the worst kind of trash. So I saw people liking it a lot to um, Love and Thunder. Um, 
And my problem with that movie is that it just, it, it, there's no tension at all no. in any of it. Um, I did feel tension there in is, this movie. There is maybe two minutes of tension when Natalie Portman gets canceled. Yeah, And you're like, exactly. oh, is this movie being serious? Yeah, like, is it going <laughs> to take a dramatic left right, turn? And, yeah. and I, I like, did you start to, silly as like a, as like a distraction? Right. Them? And that's what I and thought they were going to do. Like, nope. then, no, they don't do that. <laughs> Um, but I, I did feel like a sense of trepidation, like the quantum realm up to this point has been this kind of scary thing. Oh, you know, sorry. I was gonna say, the one scene that I think is generally good in Love, Thor, Love and Thunder yeah. that nobody brings up, um, A, besides Russell Crowe being drunk mm-hmm. and Zeus, which is good, intrinsically good. How dare you think differently? Yeah. B, that montage of Thor and Natalie. Oh, yeah, relationship. The, the, the relationship breakdown. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's actually, actually a yeah. very good scene. Like the, I, I feel like the premise of them doing... Just a straight up rom com, very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I wish the movie was that. Yeah, actually. I really do. I because re- I, you I wish know. they made completely left feel like barely any action. Right. This is a rom com between yeah. a cancer rom com. But that would have been appropriate for something like Ant Man because I think uh, it was in our discussion where you were like, um, this could have been any MCU protagonist. Yeah. And Quantumania could happen to anybody. Yeah, and I I get what you were saying because. I, I I was listening to our, our episode on Ant-Man and it was such a good discussion that I just had to go and see the Ant-Man films again. Sure. Um, but I was watching them and it's like each, all, all of the, the, the plot in both of, both of those movies, mm. very personal to those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first movie, they are trying to stop like this all-out war with, um, you know, the, the yellow jacket armor getting into the wrong hands and all that. And, and it's, it's classic... You know, this technology is too dangerous for the world, kind of stuff. I, I, I wish I brought this up, but I, I do love small, quote unquote, stakes. Yeah. In MCU movies, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think about like in the first Iron Man, mm-hmm. what is at stake? A, he's got like his heart is not working; he's right. gonna die. Mm-hmm. And B, he's gonna lose um, control of his company. Yeah. But like, what happens? Let's say Jeff Bridges won in Iron Man one. Right. What happens? They just continue selling weapons as they were going to do anyway. And and they were just <laughs> regular weapons. They, they had. They would have had the most, uh, um, you know, technologically advanced weapon at that time, right. which was that that just a big missile that yeah. could track things. They oh, didn't have Iron Man armor. Exactly. Like if Iron Man dies in that thing, it's like Jeff Bridges cannot replicate that technology yeah. as much as he thinks he can. No. So he would just have one. It it just be like whenever the U.S. military builds like a three billion dollar jet. Yeah. And they're like, I guess this is just for this, show. Yeah, we can't yeah, yeah. actually. We we would never dare put this it, out it on the be, road. It would be like an expo kind yeah, of. Thing. Yeah. And then and then that bit, then it just be business as usual. I like, mean, the only the that's only the full stakes of Iron Man One. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for the for the rest of the film, for the rest of the franchise, it would just be okay. Thanos comes and collects that Tesseract and then just, yeah. he, he wins. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, the stakes in Iron Man 1 are very personal to the character. Right. Literally, his own heart is at stake. Yeah. And in, in, in Ant-Man 1, like, the stakes is Darren has, like, kind of cracked the technology. Right. It's basically the same And he's, he's just going to make better spies. And right. I'm just like, there are already spies <laughs> in yeah. the MCU. This doesn't really change that much. Yeah, because be there there are people, like, the the Avengers exist in that world. If you had, like, a team of, of yellow jacket armored men, yeah. they'd figure something out. Right. Um, but, yeah, so the Quantumania, um, it, it's personal to, uh, I guess, uh, Janet's character. Mm-hmm. But it's the the multiverse being at stake is not something that I expected from an Ant-Man movie. Yeah. Um, which I, I get, you know, elevating him a bit 
and I understand introducing Kang into this movie because mm-hmm. as I'm thinking about it, the only other place where I would have preferred them to introduce Kang is probably in Thor 4 if it was a different movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you you got to introduce him where there's a main Avenger and mm-hmm. you, you got to do it at a certain point. You can't, you know... You can't spring Kang in, in like, Shang-Chi's first movie. You can't just have yeah. Kang lying around. Um, I, so, so... I mean, technically, I mean, you could just mm. have, like, not Kang we see in Quantumania, but, like, a variant of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, so, I liked the lead-up to the third act, actually. Um, I liked uh, I liked the, the the quirky as you call them He Man characters mm-hmm. like as as the I don't know her name but the woman with the gear walked yeah, up. Yeah. I was like okay the, I see what the, Bam was saying yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um what I called uh, lesbian bait <laughs> where I'm just like <laughs> like anybody in lesbian girl is gonna see this I'm yeah, like oh what what is that yes yes what is happening here yeah I, I have learned something about myself mm-hmm. um and then there was the the big light bulb head that wa- light bulb head that wanted to torture people right. um there was the the goo that just wanted holes yeah um Judge. which, which uh, was david uh, desmalchen's right. character I, I i want to say chidi yes <laughs> no just call it chidi yes chidi uh, Ch- chidi from um the good place yeah. who can read minds now yeah chidi as a telepath yeah like and and he basically says like oh no he explains the joke like if you were a telepath and you could not control hearing people's thoughts yes you just have the worst yeah, time yeah, in life. yeah that that was fun I like that yeah. um, but like they treat him as like a one off joke and I'm just like guys there is so much better things you could be doing with this actor with this character <laughs> that, so that kind of is that that leads into what I'm um I'm thing, if if they were setting all these people up as like a spin off mm-hmm. and like Derek Hart is called the Micronauts. In Marvel, Ooh, yeah, yeah, if yeah, this yeah. was a micro, if this is like a secret Micronauts Could probably spin-off, be, you know, like, I'll just know, be yeah. like, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, but, but it, it, mm. so th- like that's the thing when you introduce a certain ability for a character, you run the risk of breaking the rest the of universe. the universe. Yeah, the universe, which is pretty much what happens with Kang. Yeah, because there's a moment mm-hmm. in, when when he first when you first realize when Michelle Pfeiffer touches that ship and he's he's you know got that that uh, vision of who Kang is. Right. And she's running away from him, and he just stops her in his tracks, or in her in her tracks. Right. And he he just doesn't do that again for the rest of the movie. <laughs> like you no. you have a, you have this ability to literally stop people. people. Yeah, yeah, and just you can use your gauntlets and freeze people in place. Yeah, and you can float out there and zap them. Right. But for some reason, he's in just the third act. You're like, I know, he's bro. standing in his tower, screaming, "Get them!" Like a like what? Like Skeletor? Like yeah. <laughs> It's like Skeletor, you can you can do something. You have magic powers. Bro. Yeah, um, th- there should have been a scene where like Janet or Modok and give him a full like 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 is it like is it give him a, like a full arc. Yes, yeah, he yeah, destroys yeah. the chair or whatever. Yeah, and that breaks Kang's powers. Yeah, they so needed just, something to be like. So he just, they have the upper hand. Yeah, yeah. So so Kang is just like I guess I just have to thump people. Now. Right, exactly. Just power him down a bit because he's too like you got to nerf OP'd him a bit. Him, exactly. Him, yeah. yeah. Um. I, so you you said uh, if you took out Evangeline Lilly, um, nothing would change. Nothing would change. I don't fully agree with that because um, at what point is she is she essential? Well, she she's, <laughs> she she is the one that saves um, Scott when he is in that probability storm, and he there's like multiple of him. That could have been Cassie. It it could have been Cassie, but Cassie's Cassie's in prison at the moment. Um, I no, I, you give her an arc and have her convince. Kang that like I need to go down there to, to go down there yeah. yep um, so I, I feel that's I feel like they are missing a scene with Scott and Hope 
um, which they had in, in the previous two movies, where they have that moment where they basically are assessing where they are at a particular point in the movie. Mm -hmm. So in the first movie, it's, it's very much, there's, you know, there's tension between them, but, you know, um, over, over time, like, there's that moment in the car where he explains to mm -hmm. her, like, look, I'm expendable. He loves you so much. Right. This is what I would do for my daughter. There's this meeting of the minds. And then in the second movie, it's that part where she's just like, hey, if you had called me to go to Civil War, yeah. who knows? I could have saved your ass because right. I'm always watching you back. Right. And then that, that fulfills at the end of that movie when he's giant man in the water and she goes in there and saves, saves him. him yeah. Right. So they, they have this thing of... Uh, um, a, a, a couple catching up. Right. And, <laughs> and them, you know, being a partnership. I felt like they needed a scene in this movie where they kind of reminded, you know, each other of that. And I felt like the perfect time to do it would have been, there's a part uh, early on where, where Scott is frustrated because he can't get through to Cassie. Cassie yeah. If Hope comes in right. and, and she's like, hey, yeah. I've had a difficult relationship yeah. with my dad. At that age, at I was that equally. Age. Yeah, yeah. So here's what you need to do. And he right. would have been like, you always got my back, don't you? Right. And then later on in the movie, mm -hmm. when she says, I've got your back, it would have been a perfect callback exactly. to that moment. Yeah. I almost feel like it was a deleted scene because yes. it fits so well. This movie is heavily chopped up. Yeah, and it, there's so, like that, the thing about Kang's, and like when Michael Douglas comes in at the end with the ants, like it's fine and stuff, but like have that be the thing that cuts off Kang from his abilities. Um, also, like hot take, yeah. Scott and Hope should have like died or been left in the thing. Yeah. Like when she came back mm -hmm. to save him, I'm just like, you know, it'd be a very poignant ending. Yeah. If they sacrifice themselves. Yeah. To like, which like, was like kind of the thing in. And when that happened, I'm just like, oh, I guess they are stuck in this universe. Right. Now, and that's kind of cool and dark yeah. and a good start. Right. And uh, then they're just like, lol, no. And then they saved. I'm just which like, I, oh, I get okay. not wanting to do that again. Like, it would be the third time someone gets trapped into the quantum realm. <laughs> Rule um, of threes is a joke. <laughs> Finish your joke. But, but it, it, so it reminded me of like the phase one MCU movies where pretty much all of them ended with that, that moment of self-sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So there's a moment where Iron Man is like, push the button, blow up the arc reactor. Mm -hmm. So he, you know, mm -hmm. seemingly sacrifices himself. Mm -hmm. um, there's a moment in Thor when um, he breaks, he the, breaks the Bifrost. Mm -hmm. There's a moment in Captain America when he crashes the plane. Yeah, but he, he, could did, he did sacrifice himself technically. Right. <laughs> Um, and in the Avengers, Iron Man sacrificed himself by flying a missile. Right. So, so it seems as though phase one is just where the heroes decided, now nah, we're not going to sacrifice ourselves. We're going to have a contingency plan because, um, you know, we, we, we got things to do. We got um, franchises. To yeah, we got out. franchises to make. Um, and I guess people at this point won't really buy into any kind of dramatic, you know, cliffhanger ending because they know that it's going to be upended in, in, in the, the sequel. One, yeah. But that's part of the, the thing. That's comic that, that is what that is. You need the hook. Yeah. The hook, even though we know that the hook is false, we need the hook to bring us back to the next movie. And I feel like the last like six Marvel movies have not had that hook. No. The only one that has the hook is Eternals with the big mm -hmm. fist in the mm -hmm. water. Elche, and they've, they've done uh, nothing with it. Yeah. Um, I thought Hope was not Hope. Uh, um, daughter. Uh, Hope. Is that her name? Oh, no, Cassie no, other daughter, Cassie. Cassie. Oh. <laughs> right. Um, I liked Cassie. Did you know? Yeah, because um, I appreciated her being this mature, um, pushing her dad to do to That's do all. good yeah. because he's gotten complacent, which yeah. fits with their characters because he's now at the point where like, yo, uh, he's soft retired. Yeah, I've, not only that, but like, I keep doing things and it takes me away from you. And mm -hmm. like, in I, I didn't realize a parallel with the first movie where when he went to prison. He lost time with her. And when he went into the quantum realm, mm -hmm. he lost mm -hmm. time with her. Mm -hmm. So he's just like, I'm not losing any more fucking time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. these quantum people can figure out their own shit. Yeah. 
And not my issue. Right. But <laughs> it's important for a superhero not to have that attitude. And mm-hmm. it's important for Cassie to be the one that. So I actually appreciated her. Um, Modoc was honestly for the freakish design, I was fine with him. Up I kind of like Modoc. He's just fine. He's just fine. I just, but up until the very he looks end. weird, but I'm like, he's supposed to look weird. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I'm fine with him looking weird. But the very, very end, um, it was like there's a sentiment there that I fuck with. The mm-hmm. delivery of it. It was like, mm-hmm. Ant-Man movies are, have been juvenile, mm-hmm. have, have had mm-hmm. their kind of silly humor before. Mm-hmm. This was like the, you said it in, in the other episode, but the worst kind of Rick and Morty-esque joke. Yes. Um, the, the, the I am not a dick speech. Mm-hmm. It is not as funny and... Raccoon for a dick. <laughs> it's just, anyway. Um, that, so, so I thought he was okay. Um, I, I did like his death scene. Sure. <laughs> it was like, uh, they were all just awkwardly like, all right, well, he kind of saved everybody. He was kind of an asshole in the other movie, but, you know, we'll just stand here pretending sure. like we had this relationship. Yeah. I gl- I'm glad I could die an Avenger. I'm like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure, buddy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, it, was, it was okay. Um, I liked, you know, venturing through the quantum realm. I thought Bill Murray, you know, just... Uh, I Good fucking, five minutes of Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. I liked... Again, here's why I think, like, Hope should not have even been there. Because I would love the actual conversation that Hank and Janet had about like, so you fuck oh. this dude, huh? Oh, I, I, I actually like. <laughs> and then when he's like, I fuck some woman named Lois or something, yeah, 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 I was yeah. just like, great. These are the like yeah, yeah. <laughs> conversations like, the, the that I want to play with the characters that we knew. That like was... this old married couple who've been through some shit. Yeah. I want to hear Yeah, that. you want to see more of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it, it was like coupled with the old married couple coming together. It was like she is the first time in like 20 years She's had to hear these conversations. Exactly, yeah. Um, so that awkward, like, oh, mom. Like, th- I, I, I thought that was, um, that was a funny way to kind of bring about the scene. And I, I liked Michael Douglas's, uh, she just wasn't you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, I think he's been one of the, the treasures of the MCU. He, he delivers. Michael Douglas, never bad, ever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I liked the part with Michelle Pfeiffer when um, she just, um, you know, goes hand to hand with that one alien dude. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, like laughing after that. Um, yeah, I think they did great. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, consummate professionals. One, two, three. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm not, like, done with the MCU after this. You know, I didn't think it was enough to, to derail me from liking the franchise. Um, there's problems in it, definitely, but I, I didn't hate it. I liked it more than I didn't. Um, yeah. yeah. I so about, I, I, I stand correct? C minus? Yeah, C minus is all right. No, Lewis. Yeah. No, C-. no, definitely without no Lewis. No, Lewis, C minus. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, this <laughs> the part in Ant-Man 1 when... Um, when Hope says that Lewis is in the system, he's like, I'm the system. God. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fuck one. Anyway, we're gonna go talk about rock movies now. Sure. Um, we'll see you guys on the next episode. That's been the Minnesota. Pretty long Minnesota. Yep. About half hour. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. See you whenever. You know when this next episode. Yeah.